Hello and welcome to another episode of our uh, podcast portion of the Lent series, Behold the Lamb. Uh, we thank you for joining us. We hope you're enjoying the, the readings and the videos and they're, they're helping just enrich your, your walk with Jesus during this, this time as we prepare for Easter. Uh, we've been doing these podcasts on spiritual disciplines and uh, today we wanted to talk about the discipline of service and compassion. Obviously, service and compassion were a huge portion yep. of Jesus' ministry <laughs> and, uh, and, and a calling on our lives as well as followers of Jesus uh, to do as he did. Um, one of the difficult things, some, some of, some, for some of us, this is a lifestyle. This has been, become a, a lifestyle. This is a way that we really connect with God and with the yeah. person of Jesus by walking in it. For some of us, uh, this is a really hard place. This is yeah, a really hard discipline. Yeah. Um, I know for us, we we live in a you know in our in our culture right now, dealing with uh, middle school and high school students. Um, some of our kids, they they absolutely love service and they thrive in it mm-hmm. and they want to do it. And then others, um, there's this component because we know the world knows it's important that students kind of have to find time to do it so they can put it on an application yeah, or something like service that. Community service hours, right? Or something, yeah, yeah. So. Um, uh, let's just dive into this, uh, maybe from the perspective of um, what do we, uh, how do we work this into our daily life? Or, you know, yeah. What What does this look like on a on a practical level? Whether this is through the church or through your family or or whatever. I. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe starting with the big the big issue of like I guess the nature of service itself. Yeah. And why we do it. Um, yeah. Because I, I think I think a lot of times, yeah, it's it's become something that we just do. Yeah. It really is, right? Um, whether it's we feel the obligation to because someone is watching or not mm-hmm. or a requirement on something. Um, but I just remember this, this. If I think back to the days of like creation, you know, you have man before God, mm-hmm. man in creation, yeah. and then man before man. Mm-hmm. And before any law was ever established, that whole fellowship and communion was already there. So I think very, very inherent is is this who we are, right? Yeah. Um, and what I found to be true is that, especially in a fallen world, me and my ser- like trying to serve others, is almost like me trying to rediscover who I was supposed to be. Yeah, it really was because it's really yeah. telling, right? Because then it lets me know all the things I've been getting in the way, and really where I've been the most happiest yeah. at the end of the day. And yeah. so I think when when we talk about service and compassion, it's almost interesting because you you can't you can't really talk about it without saying. You don't know how good it is until you do it. Yeah. And you don't know how good it is until you get into it. And I can't convince you to just do it because of how many beneficial things I can put in front of you. But I always tell people, like, you just got to go with me once to do this and try it. Yeah. And then when they do it, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, that's exactly what makes me happy. This is exactly what I've been made to do. And I'm discovering more about myself because I've done it. Yeah. And so I would, I would encourage, like, you want the most practical step to do it is find people who are serving yeah. Get right behind them and serve with them. I mean, yeah. I think that's honestly the most practical thing yeah. you can do. So I, th- I think one of the things that uh, that keeps resounding in my head is this is this thing that Paul says when he's talking about giving that I that, that I feel like applies to service too. And he says everyone should give what they have decided in their heart to give. And and once we know that as disciples of Jesus, we are supposed to serve. We're supposed to be out there because it is like you said. It's not only our kind of our our first vocation to serve God and right. serve others as, right. a, as a steward over creation, but also that we're, we're following in Jesus's footsteps. We are doing yeah. what our rabbi did. And so, uh, but sitting there and going, okay, 
where is my heart, number one? Do I need to deal with God on, oh, man, I just really don't feel like serving, you know? Right, right. And, and taking that time to pray through that and confess that. Um, but then also coming to a place if I do have a desire to serve, what what is the thing? What's that burden that God has laid on my heart? That area is it? You know, is it poverty or hunger or yeah, human yeah. trafficking or whatever that thing is? <clears throat> or if is it, is it just I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be hospitable to my neighbors yeah. or in my church I'm gonna serve? In, you know, whatever it is. There's so many different aspects. What has God placed in your heart? And then start there. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the acts of compassion, mm-hmm. acts of charity. Yeah. It's a a love being poured out. Mm-hmm. And it can take all different forms and shapes and sizes and, and measures and degrees. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, the hurdles, right? Yeah. Is that we, ha- we have so narrowly defined what service is supposed to be and what it looks like that you're not serving unless you're doing right. that. Right. Which means that it excludes everything else that could be done. And so and if we look at what Christ had done, he gave his entire life for the life of another. Right. And whatever that entails, that's all serving. Yeah, and I think that's the practicality of it, right? And um, man, and, and and I just know that when you're able to get to a place where you put yourself into the world of another, mm-hmm. and then you lose yourself in that world, yeah, then you get to see what God's really going to try to do, yeah, with yourself, what He can do for another person, and then all the stuff that you're calculating mm-hmm. really doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, you yeah. end up just pouring it out. And yeah, I, and and this is what I'm hoping this conversation of service could get to this, 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 this idea is that we no longer have to count the pennies or the objects or the task, but really be able to say like Christ in humility, I give my life to you and see what the Lord will do with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's really good. I, I'm kind of reminded of, you know, in that, uh, like in Schindler's list, when you watch you, he, yeah. he just, he kind of starts, starts a, doing a little bit and then it, it just yeah. grows and then to the point that he's he he starts seeing everything as like some way that he could have helped yeah. you know when he's looking at the ring and the car and all of that stuff and 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 that's obviously that's such an as an extreme amazing example but but to going back to to what you said about it just come and see essentially um you know to to paraphrase what Jesus said, but also what you said. You, you just got to come and do it and mm-hmm. see see what happens. And then trust that God is just, he's going to take that little bit that we offer mm-hmm. and he's going to grow it. And and I think we're we're in a place with our with our family even, uh, even just today talking through, you know, our kids wanted to do the American Heart Association challenge at their school and they want to raise yeah. money and all of that stuff. Um, and, and talking through, you know, the difference of doing it for the right reasons versus just doing it for the prizes and the things like that. And, yeah, um, yeah. and that's kind of where we all get initiated into it is, is you help and you get something back. Uh, you know, you, yeah. you get a prize or a reward or something like that. Or but, the competition even. Yeah. Right. Or the competition yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the top grade does the most and gets the most. And right. Yeah. Get ice cream. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 And then, and, and trying to move into hey, this, this is an important cause. What would it look like to do this? Um, just out of out of who we are yeah yeah i mean in in our home you know we have this um, interesting i I don't know if it's anything but what we do is that we've actually stopped referring to um the tasks and the chores as being someone's responsibility or another person's responsibility so Mm -hmm. 
we actually stopped doing the whole things like, hey, you do this, you do that, and that's your duty, right? We actually started doing this thing where whatever needs to, whatever you see needs to be done, we always step in to do it. And the, and the model and the motto for it is that because we're family, we love each other. So simply as that. So if you walk past the dishes, you see the dishes, mm-hmm. whoever sees it, does it. Yeah. It's not, it's not your job. It's not my job. Uh, we, we don't do that anymore, right? We just say, when you see it, you do it. Why? Because we're family and we love each other. That's how we yeah. take care of each other. Um, if you see something, pick it up. Yeah. You know, why? Because we're family. We love each other. That's what we do. Um, and, and that's, and that's a part of just our daily practice and language yeah. now. So we, you know, the idea is that I, I, I'm here and I exist for the sake of you kind of, you know, yeah. and, and we kind of got to that point because there's two pictures in the scriptures when we, we interpret it as, you know, servanthood or service. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have one that actually deals with the action and then you have one that deals with like an almost like a slavehood. Right. Yeah. So there's, there's two levels here. There's two kind of categories. One refers to all the actions. What can I do to alleviate something for you? And kind of like a waiter at a restaurant. Right. Uh, what can I do to help? And the other one is I have lost all my own personal desire, lost my own will, and I'll carry out the will of the one who sent me. And so it, it kind of, I mean, it addresses everything that I do and who I am for the sake of another. And if I look at that in a practical sense, now I'm thinking, how can I orient my life in the doing? But then how can I also orient my life to nurture and cultivate the right being mm-hmm. so that it influences my doing? Yeah. Right. And so, um, and that's what we do in our home. Um, and I mean, Hopefully it, it sticks and hopefully yeah. it, it, you know, it, it continues to yield the fruit, but that's, that's, that's kind of like how we talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you know, something of that heart actually is even just to, to use a simple example of, you know, at BA, why we have cleanup, everyone's assigned to clean up. You have to do your cleanup, whatever. But the, the hope even in that you have certain responsibilities, but I know, uh, with Mr. Masters, talks about it and, and what he what he actually lives out. He yeah. he's he's exemplifying it and you see a lot of faculty exemplifying it too of if I see a mess I clean it up. Yeah. Right. You'll see him, you know see him mopping the floor of the dining hall or something yeah. like yeah. that. Not because it's his job, but because uh, we need to do that. And yeah. I yeah. saw it, I saw a need and I'm I'm filling it. So um yeah, hopefully yeah, like you said, hopefully some of that sticks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um but I wanted to. Uh, here's a question on my on my mind, and it's something that we we say a lot. Um, we say, "Don't just give money, but actually go out and serve." And I, um, and I get that. I I get that. But but on some level, I feel like starting at this at this level of where are you at? I mean, yeah, we have uh, we have some very generous people in this community and, and, and giving money, giving money is super important. I think if I was running a nonprofit and and I kept hearing this thing of like, don't just give money, come out and serve. I'd be like, well, yeah, I need volunteers, but please don't stop giving money. Right. Right. Because we, (laughs) yeah, we need that. And so I, I don't, I want to, I think I want to, I just want to, I want to hit that, that when we talk about serving, I think some people are like, oh, I have like no time in my life to do it. Um, I give, is that okay? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I want uh, I want to honor that because we have some really generous people here, yeah. um, and then even for myself, you know, because I'm I'm in one of those places where I'm like, man, it's it's super hard to find time to actually go out and and be hands on. We give money, but we want to be hands on. 
how do we even start to do that? Yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that is very indicative. It, it's very, it, it's telling, right? That we have a culture that mm-hmm. defines service in very particular categories. Mm-hmm. And we have to kind of do away with those. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, when my daughter was really young and um, we, we pulled up, we pulled up to an intersection and there was a homeless person there. So I gave her my wallet mm-hmm. and she starts counting the dollars. I'm like, you know, what are you doing? She goes, well, we can't give, give him all of our money. And I, I was like, okay, here comes a life lesson. I got to give, <laughs> you know, and I said, well, why not? And she goes, well, cause there's another one at the next corner of the next light. And I was like, oh, oh wow. So she actually gave me a life lesson. Wow. <laughs> but, um, and then, so, okay, okay. I was like, okay. So she's actually calculating the fact that we are going to give it all. Yeah. Just, you know, now there's two people, wow. not just one. Okay. And so next week we come by and I didn't have any money in my wallet. And she goes, well, how can we help if, um, if we don't have any money? And this was actually when I was able to give some advice, mm-hmm. right? I was like, well, if you really want to help, you'll always find a way. Mm-hmm. And so I think what happens is that we can't label it by saying, oh, you know, and, and some people feel bad, right? If I don't have time, but I have the resources. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. Some people don't have the resources, but they have the time, which is also another resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something, right? And so I think it's just the freedom, really, yeah. the freedom in Christ to pour out what we have when we have it. And at the end of the day, it's, it's this idea. Um, you give until it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and you do a little bit more. Yeah. I think at the end of the day is that we don't want to justify that we've always done enough. Yeah. We always want to think, how can we always just do better Yeah, and do more? And then as the Lord gives, he's the, he's the one who provides the, the seed for the sower. So he has to be the one to give us and posture us to even have the opportunity to do it, you know? Yeah. And then in that, we, we give it and we just trust that he will sustain it, you know? And so I think there is an, an, a balance, but at the same time, I also think that we put up a lot of restrictions and walls and we rationally think our way out of it yeah. more than anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that, and and I think I I keep coming back to this of of to do this practice of service. I I need to take some and we're going to talk about simplicity in in another episode, but uh but these sort of outward expressions that that start inwardly. Yeah. That I have to take some time to say where is my heart right now? And if there's something in there that's that that's on my mind and my heart to to do okay. I need to create space for it. Yeah. God has put a burden on my heart. Now I need to create space in my life because we know we, we create space for everything that we yeah. want. Yeah, we, absolutely. We, you know, when I say I don't have time to work out, it's because I really don't feel like it, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll find the time to do the things that I want to do, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so starting there with my own heart and then that inward, inward work then mm-hmm. comes into an outward work. And, and the great thing about if if you're listening in the Nashville area, is that we have we have so many places to help out, yeah. right? I mean, not it, not to mention that you can start just in your family, and just in your neighborhood, you know, just in in your church, you can start there. Mm-hmm. But then there are so many so many needs in so many places that, that yeah. would love to to have people jump in. And uh, yeah, I would almost encourage you to say, let the need define what the service would look like. Yeah. Rather than only trying to say this is service and let me just try to find it that fits that. Yeah, that's good. You know, I would say let the need determine it. Yeah. You know, in the same way that you see a fallen world, that was why we needed a savior. Yeah. Right. And so um, I think with that, this kind of and then holding everything else very light, very loosely. Yeah. And seeing what God can do with it. You know. Yeah. And knowing that there's a blessing. I mean, even people get into the well, you know, like you can't serve with 
perfectly pure motives because you're going to feel good after you do it. And yeah. and so, yeah. you know, it's not perfectly, but still self. It's like, no. yeah, no, just go out and do it, you know, yeah. <laughs> go out and do it and know that there is a blessing on that. Like you said, yeah, I mean, it's, it. yeah, when you, the, when I think about the time, the most impactful moments within the Christian life, when I look at uh, having been in youth ministry and then been here and, and going on mission trips or even just when we're, we did service, you know, locally and kids' eyes come up, you know, they, they, they just brighten up and they're like, man, that was so incredible. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, they're, and they're changed if they hang on to that experience mm-hmm. and continue walking in it as a practice. Yeah. It changes us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, thank you for joining us uh, on this episode. Hopefully there were some, some takeaways there. I know for me, we're, we're in a spot as a family of trying to figure out, you know, yeah. how are we going to incorporate this more into our lives? And, uh, and hopefully you found some things here that help you as well. Uh, thanks for joining us and uh, look for another episode coming soon. Mm-hmm.